is. Yeah. He's no, he he starts off the game slow. Like, yeah, but it's fourth quarters have been really good. He's finishing strong at least. Yeah, he's finishing strong, and Mark has been on like a, a damn tear. He's, yeah, he is. I've never. He's like more aggressive, taking more shots. Like that's the thing I heard somebody compare from it's last the Z-Bow year. Effect. Is it yeah. the I, I think so because they would say like you know Mark has the potential to go off like that every game. Obviously, in the past, you know, in the first if he, if he didn't have it going, like if his shot wasn't going in the first you know quarter or so. Let's say he had some bad looks, or you know, just was wasn't feeling it. He would defer. He li- he literally finished the game with like eight shots, or you know, you know, he'll put up those stat lines where he's like seven points and five rebounds and five assists. And it's like, dude, you, how can you only score like? But he'll only attempt like five or six shots because he didn't he didn't wasn't shooting very well. But now that like Zebo is not there to like you know, if Mark's not on, you can just feed Zebo. Mark's like. You know, I gotta keep shooting. Yeah, so I love Mark. I aggressive love Mark, Mark is is good aggressive for us. Aggressive Mark is my favorite Mark. Yeah, just stay healthy, man, please. Just not being a pussy anymore. Please. Just don't get hurt until Ben Mac. Nobody get hurt until Ben Mclemore comes back. I just want to see the full starting five. I was really, thinking really about bad. it. I was thinking about it yesterday. Yeah. And because I'm I'm picturing like this weekend with the Rockets and the Monday with Charlotte, and I'm like. We don't even have Jermichael Green, Wayne Seldon, or Ben McLemore. I'm yeah. like, and we're four. Or I was like, we're three and zero right now, or three and yeah. one. I'm like, holy shit, that's awesome. We're starting a zero at the two, like literally. Like, and Harrison's not hasn't played that good, like especially offensively. Like he is not, like he only he ends up playing like the least amount of minutes of anybody. Even though he starts, and like you put somebody that's comp like competent in at the two spot, like that makes it so much better. Like that's I mean, that's the reason why Conley like has had slow starts, is because yeah. they're double teaming him and they're putting the best defender on him because they don't have to worry about Harrison. Yeah, and then another thing about that with Harrison starting, I think Fizdale's really just trying to get Tyreek Evans used to coming off the bench. Yeah, and so you can't just uh, it wouldn't be a point to start him. Yeah. Especially when you can get him on the floor within like four to five minutes, and if Harrison's really doing mm-hmm. not so well, but I mean he hasn't made a ton of mistakes. I mean I know his plus minus was zero tonight. Um, yeah. But one thing we got to get more than anything is just get Chandler Parsons to shoot the ball just a little bit more. Yeah, no, and I think that's coming. I think he's. I think that's coming, and. Uh, when you have a little more space out there, when the guys are back healthy, he'll I think he'll play a little more aggressive too. But um, no, one more thing on the Tyreek thing. Yeah, that you made a good point. Like the, with a guy like Tyreek, you know the mental thing with him. Don't if you put him in the starting lineup right now, like, and he starts playing well, which I think he probably would. I don't I don't think he's the best option, even if he's scoring and stuff in the two spot. I don't think he's the best option down the line when you have Macklemore and Selden healthy. So if he plays well, and then when those guys come back, you're like, all right, now we're going to go back to putting you on the bench and starting one of these guys. He's going to he's gonna be pissed off. And, you know, he, he's going to be like Zebo when it's like, you know, Zebo got to, you know, he would start or make a spot start, and he'd do well, and he'd be like, you know, didn't want to go back to the bench. So I think you're that, that's why you're right. That, that's why they're still hanging on to Harrison because uh, – they don't want Tyreek to, to get used to the starting lineup to, to and then take him back out. 
Right, and the main point, really, honestly, is that we're four and zero when Chandler Parsons plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Difference exactly. maker. Hey, I'm just saying, his record's four and zero. His record is four and zero. He, he's. I don't understand why he didn't play on his birthday, but you know what? He just knew we were going to lose and didn't, and didn't want that was blemish on his record. His birthday? Yesterday was his birthday. Wow. Yeah, it, it was in Orlando. No, it wasn't in Orlando. It was in Dallas, like where he has, like, you know, he used to play. He's got all the biddies there. <laughs> Dude, I bet he got way oh my too God. much bleep <laughs> the <laughs> night before. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Well, I was gonna start. I was gonna start the pod out with uh, a Grizzlies, you know, five minutes of the Grizzlies, but I don't want to go back and edit that last comment out. So can, we're just gonna start the pod no, right now. <laughs> no, you, can, uh, you can bleep that out, dude. That'd be so hilarious. <laughs> I might try. Like a, just start the thing, and I'll, I'm gonna start laughing. So like, ha ha, yeah, that's uh, your laugh. Wait. There was your laugh was classic there. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have to put that in. I'm gonna have to go back. I think it was at like four minutes and fifty something seconds. Yeah, because you can cut so, off all this right now. So let's. Why get would I do it. that though, Mike? That's a perfect lead-in, perfect transition to. Well, that's what I'm our saying. Week but nine. I'm talking best about this. Bet. I'm talking about this jibber jabber in between that part and like when you and I are like, okay, so what you don't understand, Mike, is that's what is they back on with for. This. They tune in for the gibberish, the jibber jabber. What? That's what? people tune in for the jibber jabber. That's what they're they here do. for. They do, but I need an intro. Like, welcome to No Easy Buckets podcast. <laughs> this is Jacob McCormick. Uh, welcome to the No Easy Buckets podcast. Dude, that sounded good. You know it did. With Mike. Money, Mike. <laughs> With money, Mike. <laughs> money, money. All right. So for any of you guys that are still listening. We are going into our week nine <laughs> best bets. If you happen to, st- you know, if you dropped your phone in the seat next to you and weren't able to stop the podcast yet, you, you didn't want to text we're gonna, and drive. If you didn't, yeah, you know, you, you couldn't turn it off because you didn't want to disobey the law. So you're gonna get our, you're gonna get the bets now. The week nine best bets uh, from on, on on no easy buckets from Money Mike. Man, twenty-eight, twenty-seven, and two is the record as it stands. That's what's one game over five hundred. That's right. That that's means how you, made you money. mid, you know, midpoint of the season, and you know, football really not too bad. Not too bad. No, you know, I won't complain. I, I right. think it's probably better than I expected to turn out. Um, but the confidence is building, and we had a positive week last week for anybody mm-hmm. that follows my twitter handle m0ney underscore mike underscore that is the twitter handle you need to get on there and check the picks because if i do have another bye week like we did last week i was out of town but you have to go in there and get your money and we went three and two on the last week's bets but i also throw out a couple nba bets here and there uh, don't look at my NBA for tonight. I did pick the over on the Grizzlies for 195. And why did I talk myself into that? I don't know. But you can be damn sure we'll have a Grizzlies pick for Saturday. But anyway, 
Um, I'm ready to see. Don't confuse all the underscores with a Trojan uh, Twitter bot. I mean a Trojan. A Russian Twitter bot. (laughs) A Russian Twitter (laughs) bot. Trojan. A Russian (laughs) Twitter bot. Mike is actually a human American citizen, so you can trust his picks. It's uh, yeah, we're we're human here, yeah. but but week nine, uh, the theme this week, and I know I've, I've been <laughs> I've been saying lock locktober, but this is oct over. <laughs> this week, like I was sitting here looking at what you were gonna say, and I it still like makes me laugh. It's it's I'm liking it. I like the move into octo october, october, uh, october. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, that, that change. I'm just gonna get, change your pace. Your lock of the week is five and two, right? That is right. Lock, lock of the week is five and two. That's pretty stellar. If you can't bet on anything here, just do the lock of the week because sixty percent of the time it works every time. time. And yeah, so guys, let's let's get into this, Mike. I'm gonna uh, let's do it. let's uh, let's jump into it. The first one. It's probably the best game of the weekend, I would say. Uh, as far as uh, across the the landscape of college football, Penn State Nittany Lions traveling to Columbus, Ohio, to play Ohio State. Uh, Ohio State is actually a six point favorite in this game, even though Penn State's number two in the country and undefeated. the uh, The total is fifty five. It's actually kind of low, um, lower than I thought it'd be. Uh, so. What, what are you thinking about this one? I mean, this is a big prime time, probably going to be ABC, 7 o'clock game. Uh, what's, what's your feeling? I'm riding James Franklin here. Uh, taking Penn State plus six. Uh, I really was shocked. I mean, I could tell in the tone of your voice how shocked you were that Ohio State's actually a favorite. Yeah. Um, one uh, First thought of it is, is Ohio State, besides Oklahoma, which they're not even turning out to look so hot either, they haven't played any Posers. They're just a bunch of posers. Uh, Ohio State's played Maryland, Nebraska, Army, oh, Rutgers, yeah. and Indiana. I mean, I didn't even bes- realize their schedule was that easy yeah, it's, so far. It's been really easy, and if you go look at their scores, man, I mean, they're just beating people really bad. And the one team they played that was good, they got beat in Ohio State. Yeah. And Oklahoma, I mean, they dominated them. So, yeah. with that, and then Penn State. Being an underdog, I really think that James Franklin, I mean, that guy obviously is on the, the path of success. He's really brought that program back from uh, what it turned down to be after the Sandusky incidents. But they're just hot, man. They're 14-1 and one in their past 15 uh, spreads. I mean, they have covered 14 out of 15 times. And I know we've bet on Penn State before in the past, but um, I feel like this is a big hyped-up game and – I just don't think six points is enough. I mean, Penn State could go in there and win. Um, in Ohio State, they haven't been so well covering at home. They're actually one out of their last five home games as they've actually uh, covered. So I just look feel I look to feel like Penn State's going to keep this close. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I I love the call plus six. I mean, Penn State getting points, I'm taking them. I think they're going to win. And you have to understand this. Teams in the big, good teams in the Big Ten don't lose big games. They lose to teams like Indiana and Iowa and like Michigan State. Like Penn State will go in there and beat Ohio State by two touchdowns. 
and then they'll lose their they'll lose to like Indiana or you know Iowa nobody like Rutgers like they'll Iowa lose to always Rutgers. tends to make the yeah. make the ups yeah Rutgers or they'll yeah. go undefeated like that their last game of the season at Maryland they'll lose that game something like that like that's gonna be what that's I feel like that always happens in the Big Ten so I like that call uh, I don't uh, you know Saquon Barkley man he's another crazy good running back probably gonna win the Heisman follow him follow him into the night no that Arizona that Arizona quarterback he's gonna win the Heisman he hasn't even started the whole season but that dude I mean I feel like his numbers may catch up with anybody else <laughs> at this pace it's a crazy it's like a it's like a like a freshman year Lamar Jackson because like he was like super crazy good but like nobody respected it yet. They were like, "Oh, he's a runner," but like he was a really he was like the best runner in the game. Yeah. So. No, yeah. I yeah. agree. Yeah, man. But anyways. Yeah. So uh, Penn State plus six, easy money there. Take it. Let's go. Uh, next game, close to home, Tulane, going to the Liberty Bowl Stadium to play Memphis. Memphis. Memphis is an eleven point favorite. The total in this game is 64. Memphis is a uh, is a ranked team now. They've uh, they've had some some good games this year. Uh, you know, scoring a lot of points. What, what you know? What's the take? What what do you what do you got here? I'll tell you, the Liberty Bowl. I don't know how many times you've been there, J Mac, but I know that it gets rowdy up in there. Well, I've been there several times, but it's it, it's not normally rowdy. I'm being completely sarcastic. Um, Tulane's going to bring out the road, the road fans for sure. Maybe I mean Tulane sucks. Oh wait, this isn't baseball. Oh no, we're good. (laughs) No, Uh, here I'm actually picking the over of 64. That's the total. Um, Memphis, they've hit the over. I want to say, where did I put that in there? That, I want to say it's like it's the least like four out of the five, like four out of the six, four out of seven, four out of seven. five out of the seven. And there was one game that we bet on the over, and the only reason why I didn't was just because it was such a slow start. But if you yeah. follow the Twitter handle, I did, I did get the uh, the over on the Memphis Houston game last week because I was just a scoring frenzy. Yeah. I just feel like sixty four is too low. Um, I'm gonna, I actually, I might be there, so this gives me more excitement. Uh, but it's going to be rainy and coldy, uh, rainy and cold, <laughs> not coldy, rain and cold. And I just, I know that kind of scares people when it talks about overs is like it being rainy and stuff, but it doesn't really matter. I think, I, I still think that both defenses are trash. Um, their production is just so well on, on the offensive side. And uh, Tulane has already allowed 28 points a game this year. And you think of the teams two-lane play, like really bad teams. And they're allowing at least 28 points a game. Um, Memphis is going to increase that average Mm -hmm. on Friday night. Uh, Memphis doesn't have a defense either. Like I said, uh, Tulane's going to get some points on them. I think they'll get at least two touchdowns, maybe three. Uh, Memphis has allowed 27 points a game too in every single game. And here's the thing. Memphis has played Southern Illinois, and they've played – What's that other trash team they played, like, the first part of the year? Uh, yeah, Southern Illinois, they played UConn. UConn's garbage. Yeah, I mean, UConn got 28 on them or 21 on them or something. Yeah. 
So I just don't – I just feel like this isn't – don't overthink this. Both defenses are bad. Memphis offense is really good. Memphis will hang 40-something on them. Tulane's going to get two touchdowns. That's more than 64. Okay. Lock it in. That's the first October. That is the first locked over. Yeah, the first October over. Uh, well, enough on that uh, that game. Uh, next one, you got Missouri going to – speaking of UConn, Missouri's traveling to UConn, uh, out-of-conference game, SEC, uh, American Conference, I guess. AAC. Uh, AAC. Uh, UConn's a 13-point underdog, which – Actually, I think that's pretty low. Oh, I would, I would agree. I would think – I thought, you know, because Missouri scores like crazy, but they're not any good, but neither is UConn. Uh, but the but they made up for it with the total. It's 77, so that's a pretty high number. They're expecting it to score be a, a high-scoring game. Missouri might score 77 themselves. Uh, <laughs> so what's your call here? I think I know what it's going to be, though. Well, clearly you just, you just spoiled it. You just spoiled it. It's the over. Actually, I spoiled it before we started the show. October. October. So, you see a total. We're going over. Now, um, yeah, Missouri, they scored 76 points last week against Idaho. They scored 68 points against Missouri State. Yep. These guys are hanging points. And I know Idaho and Missouri State, they're not good. But UConn's on that level. They're that kind of level. Um yeah, some people are like, well, it's a trap game. Uh, Missouri could come out and look flat, and you know things could turn the other way, and that total could get totally disappointed. Yeah, I get right. that. That's a chance I'll take because Missouri is allowing 21 points a game. Um, UConn, they're allowing over 540 yards a game, and they've allowed 37 points a game. And I know those two totals don't equal up, but Missouri is going to get 50 points. 50, 60 points. Yeah. They have to. Yeah, I mean, Drew Locke has done nothing this year, but, uh, but like, put up stats in, in, in trash games. So Shit, if Missouri had a winning record or if they were undefeated, he would be in the Heisman race. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, you can't put up – I mean, he's, he's had, like, two games where he's threw seven touchdowns. Like, he's got good numbers, but, you know, it's too bad of a team. Um, oh, yeah. Some people actually predict, like – think he's going to be a, a good uh, pick in the NFL. I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I feel like that I mean, be... who do you think would be better than, like, your opinion real quick? Him or Riley Ferguson? Is it NFL prospect? Yeah. Uh, that'd be kind of – I'd probably go with Locke. I mean, hmm. I like Ferguson, but – I mean, even though it'd be like splitting hairs there for me, because I don't think Locke is. I don't Missouri the past like two years hasn't really been an SEC team per se. They've been pretty messed up with the whole uh, protesting and stuff. Like enrollment's been pretty down, recruiting's been down. So it's not like he has like that much better of a supporting cast than Riley. But I don't know. I'd probably I'd probably go Locke over him. But that's just because I mean those guys aren't going to get drafted, or I don't think. You think Riley will get drafted? I think he will. I mean, it'll be late. Maybe like a seventh, eighth, ninth round kind of chance. I mean, I think he'd make a team. Can't be eight. Um, say what? Can't be the eighth round. Why? Is there only seven There's rounds? There's only seven. Yeah. 
So Maybe. there's that. They may have. They may change it. That takes my credibility down quite a bit. <laughs> no, I've heard um, like tons of people say that because every league sign. has different okay. numbers. Like baseball has like a, a hundred and fifty rounds. <laughs> like it's stupid. I feel like he's either he's borderline end of the draft, kind of like Chad Kelly was. Yeah, Mister Irrelevant. Or that guy might start for the Broncos this year. I know. I think I he know. should. I, I really want him to. I'm just saying somebody's going to give him a shot. I mean, those numbers don't lie. Raleigh Ferguson, I mean, he's got – I mean, he's up there with Paxton Lynch. Or I, yeah. I don't know if he's passed it yet, but I'm sure he will. Yeah, Paxton hasn't worked out too well. No, but – But he was he was legit in, in school. But, but yeah, I mean, I take yeah, – So is Blake Portals. Decent. Yeah, so is Blake Portals. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway. Anyway. Anyway, I'd probably take, dude. I want, I want to see who takes Lamar Jackson. But are you over. taking that over with me? Uh, it's it's high for my liking, but yeah, I'd take it. Dude, come I'd on. take it. I mean, it's just high. I, like anything over like seventy, it's like it just feels like weird. Like, it just feels so high. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but yeah, I, like I said, I thought I mean, Missouri will score probably fifty points by themselves, 50, 60 points by themselves. So UConn had yeah, they're not uh, going to stop UConn from scoring. Like UConn may not you know, burn the scoreboard, but they're going to score. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Monday, it's like Missouri won 75 to nothing. <laughs> like, that would be damn so horrible. Yeah, well. Take that spread, too. Why not? Let's just take the spread, too. But Missouri I'm picking minus 13. The official, no, no, not UConn. Or, I mean, I'm taking Missouri on the spread, but my, my official pick is the over. So. Yeah, okay, yeah. We got we got it figured out. On uh, the record. Hey man. Let's get a little SEC uh irrelevant matchup right here with two uh below five hundred teams. Uh Arkansas going to Oxford to play Ole Miss. Uh the the total is at sixty four. You don't have the line down there, but I'll I'll check it out real quick while you go over what you think the um They didn't have the line up when I was checking it. Oh really? Well, this was this was Tuesday. I see it at so, a three and a half Ole Miss minus three and a half Ole Miss. So that's it was probably yeah, that's it, right. right. it was because of the Shea Patterson injury. That's why it was that's up right, at first. That's right. Is he? Pl- I guess no. He's, not he's out for the season. That's right. That's right. He's out. Yeah, yeah, or something. Which I heard that he got put back in the game when he shouldn't have. Like that's pretty messed up. Like he he was clearly yeah, like that. limping. But uh, but just real quick. Anyway, this year uh, uh, was it? No, it was two years ago. When the last time they played in Oxford, this was the game that actually kept Ole Miss from going to the SEC championship game, because that was one of the the second year they beat the second year in a row that they had beaten Bama. That's right. And they would have won the tiebreaker with Bama for the West, and uh, but they lost on that stupid hail mary that lateral toss, Hunter Henry. That shout out Chargers. Throw. Yeah, Hunter Henry was that was the who did it, and then Alex Collins, who went off in fantasy tonight for the uh, uh, Ravens, uh, caught it and then got the first down, and they ended up scoring and and everything. So that was a crazy game, stupid way to lose. Uh, yeah, so that was the last time they were in Oxford. <laughs> neither team Any is even close to as good as they. Story. Yeah, no, uh, neither team is close to as good as they were that that year. So that story's told more. Almost as much as when Mississippi State fans talk about, man, we we had Cam Newton signed. <laughs> we could have won the national championship. 
We would have we would have messed that up. Yeah, for sure. We'd have lost but, to like Kentucky on the road. But think about <laughs> that though. I would have a national championship ring. That is. True. I worked that. I worked football that year. Oh, I gotta tell you, uh, uh, interjection here. I don't know if anybody will care about this, but you know, I talked to you. I went to. I got uh, box seats to the. Well, box seats. We were in like the box, like bar area. Uh, lounge area for the game last night with the Warriors and the Raptors. Um, right. My company's sponsoring their boxes, so we got to go in for one of the early season games. And uh, they get the the souvenir they were handing out to all fans was a replica uh, championship ring. Oh my gosh! No, no, it, the thing I was like when they handed it to me, it was in a box, and so I was like, oh, this is gonna be like some plastic fancy looking plastic like you know stupid little thing that they're handing out like a bobblehead type thing and do i open it up it's like heavy it's like it's not it's like all metal and it's like as nice as like a class ring would be or something you know like a ring that you'd spend like a hundred and something 200 bucks on yeah i was like whoa what are they doing here what are they getting the warriors just flaunting all their money in everybody's face i was like this is like a legit ring we got Jostens over there. They just passing out Jostens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. I was. I'm trying to find it here. I don't know where I put it last night, but um, Oracle went to Jared. What? I said Oracle went to Jared. Oracle went to Jared, man. Oracle themselves have enough money to do that, but now, Jostens, Jostens, isn't that the ones you the books like, or isn't that the where they make those rings and stuff? I have no idea. Shit, I don't remember. Hey. Anyway, so. We're learning something. Obviously, we're in October. Therefore, <laughs> Arkansas at Ole Miss is the over. We're going sixty-four on the over. Over, man. Um, you're, you're, you're. You think these teams are going to score? Man, I know that the the injury with Shea Patterson's kind of shaky, but I think the backup quarterback is just as good. He's fast. Um, hey, man, I mean, that could Let work. Roll. I mean, the Revs had they not shat themselves whenever. <laughs> You had went and saw them at Berkeley. Uh, they'd be undefeated on the overs. They would literally have every single game on their season as an over. Arkansas has had four out of their last five games hit overs. Both te- defenses are trash. They're both averaging 35 points a game allowed. Uh, oh wait, I don't so see you're, it any you're, other you're way. You're convincing me with the stats. So great job on that. I didn't know the uh, those over stats. So yeah, I mean, then yeah, I, I take back my. Yeah, they're probably going to put up, like, so many trash points. <laughs> See how influential Money Mike can be. I know, man. That's This is why I just give you nerdy stats, and you, yeah. you play with it. I don't care. Yeah. Um, Who cares? But Ole Miss has a fast-paced enough offense to move the ball down the field. Um, both teams are desperate for a win, and both coaches are really – I mean, Matt Luke, we kind of know he's going to be gone, but – Brett Bielema has to win. Like, he's going to get fired no, he's this year. Fired if, he doesn't, regardless. if he doesn't win these kind of road games or these type of games, he's got to win. So he's going to be pulling out the tricks. And I just think it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. That is true. He'll He's he's definitely the type of coach that would get desperate. Um, I think he's gone regardless because there's no way they're making a bowl game this year, in my opinion. He's got to, like – win this game, beat LSU. Um, I, mean, I don't know who else they play. They have in Coastal Carolina. In they play us, yeah. 
They have Coastal Carolina and Missouri left on their schedule, which if you want to, you could count those as wins. So if they won at Ole Miss Saturday, that'd give them five wins uh, and then try to split between us and L- you know State and LSU. They have an outside shot at a bowl game, but, yeah, I think if they lose to Ole Miss, they'll probably end up giving up and, and Bielema will be gone if there's not some kind of buyout clause that gives him even more money if they fire him before the season's over. Yeah. Uh, he's got like a $15 million buyout. It's some stupid, crazy number. Unless he, like, wins out after he lost this game. No, it's not I happening. Think, I think they'd still give him a chance. I just, I just think – I don't know. I think you need to cut – I think it's gone consistently – you know, downhill. I think you just need to cut your losses. I would try to – of course, there is going to be a lot of teams looking for coaches this year. I don't know. Well, Ole know. Miss will be. That's I think true. Texas A&M will be. I think I – I think, I think they're going to hold on to someone. I think Tennessee is going to be looking for one. I think they'll hold on to someone at A&M. I think he's going to – even though they're kind of like – Against they hate will. him. They hate him, but it's like you can't like he's gonna go out there and he's gonna like they're gonna they're gonna probably win eight games. Like they're gonna probably end up winning like eight games and and uh you know, make a decent bowl game. Yeah. Yeah. He'll he'll play his way into another season and then, you know, it'll it'll be the same story over and over again. But right. uh, enough talk of that game. We're t- you're t- That's the over. That's the We're over. taking the over in the Arkansas, Arkansas this game. Uh number is sixty four there, so we're looking for that uh, 65-point game. Let's go. Uh, last but not least, but, yes, this, this game is least. I, this is the least game. i probably never watched this game. Uh, but you just want to follow for the stats and make some money. That's what we're here for. Nebraska at Purdue. Yeah, this is a Purdue is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. You don't see mm-hmm. that a lot. They're not that good. Total's 51. That's pretty low, too. Both these teams are trash. Go. Well, this is one of the only ones I'm not doing the over on. We're just playing. We're just playing spreads here. We're taking Purdue at minus five and a half. Uh, Nebraska's just awful. Uh, I like the fact that Purdue's at home. Nebraska's only covered one of their last five games. Uh, their defense is pretty bad. Uh, Purdue has actually covered six out of their last eight games. I mean, Purdue did lose to Rutgers last week, and I know we just talked shit about Rutgers earlier, but I just don't – I feel like it's a good bounce-back win. Um, Purdue's not one of those teams that's going to, like, fold over. I mean, they have a winning record. I just think they played they played really bad last week. Um, but I feel like this is a touchdown win. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. You pretty much explained it all. I'm actually. Uh, you don't want to explain it because it's a shitty it's game. Just so yeah, it's just like you lose to Rutgers. Come on. Uh, I mean, I yeah, they have. I mean, they won. You know, Purdue won at Missouri this year. Uh, they beat a good, uh, decent Minnesota team. Uh, we made money on Wisconsin. Purdue. Yeah, yeah, we made money on Purdue. Uh, they really uh, destroyed Missouri in that for one of the first weeks of the season. Um, I'm actually gonna. I'm say it here, man. I know you. I know you went Purdue against the spread. I'm. T- I'm telling everybody to take the over as well. I'm going to go uh, that number six over Purdue, Nebraska. I like it. Celebrity picks. Gosh, we're going to win so much money. Or, you know what? Take all these totals. <laughs> Take all. all of them. You know what? I could easily argue. So, Mike, the last four minutes of Mike's audio didn't upload, so that sucks. So, some funny comments at the end, but I'm going to let the last four minutes of mine play. Don't listen if you don't want to. It's cool.
no big deal. Uh, but that's what you, you might hear him in the background a little bit. Uh, we had some jokes. Uh, lock of the week was um, the Ole Miss-Arkansas game, the over 64. So you'll hear that. He'll, you're, you'll hear me repeat that uh, towards the end. So uh, keep listening if you want. Uh, if not, it's not a big deal. But I uh, had some laughs. Uh, but appreciate it, guys. To stop. We're done. <laughs> if it goes 5-0 on all overs, we're done. You can't follow that. Oh. oh, I was trying to, in the side of my brain, think of something for November, and you just blew it out of the water. <laughs> oh, damn it. God, put him on stage. Well, those are your seven picks, guys. All five games were taking the over because it's over, October. Uh, and also, we're taking uh, Penn State plus six at Ohio State and Purdue minus five and a half at their home field versus Nebraska. So, those are your seven. Lock it. Lock it in. You can use the promo code OCTOVER for DraftKings for a free $5 entry to this week's uh, men's tennis match. Uh-uh. Get blocked. No. Oh, when we have them. Sometimes. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) You know. I'll do it. I'll do it, yeah. Anybody that retweets, I'll... Some some point in the next 10 years, I'll send you a t-shirt. I had to ch- I had to get my brakes changed today. Get them replaced. Yeah, that's all my t-shirt money. I've already spent the brake money. That's true. That's a very uh sensible financial decision. Oh my god. No, the lock of the week is the five overs. No, no. Okay, okay. That's my lock of the week. Okay, go. Oh, didn't see that one coming. I thought you were going to go Penn State plus six, but I still like I still like the call. Yeah. No, I, I like that one too. Uh, that lock of the week. Arkansas at Ole Miss, over 64. Chicken on a stick. Get you a Taylor Swift. Let's go. But Taylor Swift is a, is a icy, by the way. That was not any kind of uh, offensive thing. They're right. I'm sure so many of them listen. Uh, all five of them. Uh, oh, something made. All right, all right, guys. Something making noise outside, so gonna have to go check that out. Uh, all right, guys. Well, that's uh, best bets week nine coming back from the bye week. Every every, every good team takes a bye week. Every, everybody knows that. Uh, week nine best bets. Michael tweet them out as well. Money Mike handle. You heard it. There's some underscores. 
trying to stay above 500. Oct over, all five overs, lock of the week. Let's go. Anything else from you? Go Grizzlies. 81-1, let's go. All right, guys, we'll, we'll talk to you all later. Peace.